This episode is sponsored by Lendex and Tangleswap. Lendex is a decentralized IOTA-based multi-cross-chain decentralized application and lending protocol. This is IOTA's lending and stablecoin. And about Tangleswap, well, whether you are looking for a world-class decentralized exchange or simply want to make the most out of your tokens by staking, liquidity farming or investing, Tangleswap puts the whole universe of DeFi at your fingertips. Three, two, one. Hi, Cappy. How are you? Hey, Thomas. Yeah, good, good, man. And yourself? I can't complain. Um, it's green days in the market. Things are happening in the Shimmer community, IOTA community as well. A lot of projects is uh, popping up here and there. So um, a lot better than it has been. What about you, mate? Yeah, good, good. It's funny you mentioned the price action. I think that's you know very correlated to the the, the treasures of Shimmer um, incentivized testnet campaign, which is just launched yesterday. And um, yeah, we've seen a really good reaction, I think, from the community, um, both the developers and users. And yeah, I think people are excited about what's to what's to come, and people are kind of for the first time maybe seeing uh, what's available in the testnet. Um, now that there's some, some incentives as well, people are kind of jumping in and testing out some of these protocols and uh yeah i think they're, they're excited to kind of um you know get some additional rewards and incentives for for providing feedback as well so no i think um we've got some more positive times ahead of us now mm, yeah absolutely um so you're you're a person that's sort of you're everywhere in this space like whatever something is up i can see your name there and you're always involved which um which is super good for, for the entire community to have someone that is just hands-on and is willing to, to put himself out there to, to make a difference. So it's a busy days these days? Yeah, yeah, really busy days. Um, yeah, that, thanks very much for your, uh, your, your your compliments there. I'd say like I'm, I'm really heavily involved in like the, the Web3 um, ecosystem um, that we're looking to build out on Shimmer EVM. So yeah, that's where I'm spending most of my time right now, just trying to ensure that we, we've got like a really good foundation of teams and, uh, and dApps ready um, for when Shimmer EVM launches. And um, as the co-founder of Nakamo, which is a, Nakamo is a, a Web3 uh, builder as well as um, VC. We're building a number of like applications ourselves and we're looking at potential investment opportunities in, in teams that you know are focused primarily at the moment on shimmer because we we see that there's a there's a great potential um in the network in the in, in the coming months mm. um what has your experience been within the um the shimmer evm testnet as a developer yeah I, it's it's been very positive to uh to date like if anyone tested out the testnet when it first launched over the first few days, there were, you know, teething issues with the network. And as more developers have come in to test out the, uh, the, the, the chain, there's been, you know, some minor bugs that have been um, acknowledged, but also fixed relatively quickly as well. So from my perspective, it's been a very positive experience in that where issues have been located and found, they've been fixed relatively quickly. And I'm sure there's going to be additional like bugs and fixes or congestion that needs to be worked through, particularly with like the incentivized testnet campaign that's just launched. And this is all part of kind of like stress testing the networking, making sure that it's ready for when mainnet comes around. Um, so I'd encourage everybody to kind of get involved, you know, test out the, the, the chain, experience all of the apps, you know, give feedback as well to the developers. Um, 
because you know there may be some things that they need to fix on their end there may be some things that the iota foundation needs to fix on like the chain side but relatively speaking the experience right now is is very good um someone's like, I'm, I'm not sure if you've had a chance to play about on the test net because I, I know that you travel a lot no i haven't gotten around yet to to get to get into that yeah, but I'd I'd highly recommend everyone kind of jump in, especially now that we've got like the Choices of Shimmer um incentivized campaign. Um so if you go onto the the Shimmer website, there's a like there's a campaign page there and it lists out all of the different applications that people can jump into today and, and test out. And it also notes um like how much of the incentives they're passing on to the users. And most of the applications are sharing hundred percent of the incentives with the end user base and they're also giving additional incentives and like i can talk through what we're doing with nakama on our applications a bit later mm. but it just creates like a really good opportunity for people to get involved now like stress test the network this also has like a positive impact on the shimmer token price particularly once mainnet launches because once mainnet launches there's going to be I take take that back a step because I don't want to like start speculating on price. This is my opinion, but once Shimmer launches, the the native token Shimmer has so many more use cases, particularly in like the Web three ecosystem. It can be used as liquidity, which locks up a huge amount of uh, Shimmer tokens, um, which then can't be sold, and it's then used as well for gas. It's used a lot more in the layer one for um, the token deposits. So there's a lot of positive things that can happen within the Shimmer ecosystem that reflect on the token. So if anyone is out there really holding the Shimmer token, now's your time to kind of act and kind of get involved and and, and join the join the test net. Mm, yeah. Um, me as not a very tech savvy person, um, I can't say that I have a lot of experience doing coding and all that. Can like, is there any use that I go in and try to test like a network like this, or do you have to be a little bit more tech savvy to do that? No, you don't need to be tech savvy whatsoever. So just being a user. So like, imagine you're using, say, like Coinbase or Binance or you know, as a centralized service um, in crypto. You know, as a user, you can go into that application and you can test out the features if they're not working or they're not as efficient as you'd expect or you might not like the branding or you don't like the communications feed that back to the team you know that th this is the like a great opportunity and i can talk firsthand that when we've received really good feedback from the community we've been rewarding those community members so we we've set aside like um additional rewards and incentives for for people to come in and and, and really you know provide good solid feedback for us um, and we'll continue to do so. So if there's anyone on this call that, you know, has some feedback for any of our applications that we're launching, namely, you know, Deeper Finance, um, Accumulator and uh, Genie's Bounty, um, which is a proof of concept, then, yeah, we, we'd, we'd love to hear from them. But, yeah, you don't need to be a developer. You, like, you don't need to be tech savvy and you don't need to, like, understand the code or review our code. Like, we've got auditors and we've got a large development team behind the scenes that are, that are doing these things. What we really need now is people to be stress testing our application and, and to give us their thoughts and opinions on what they like and what they dislike, probably more so what they dislike. Um, like I'd, I'd love to hear, you know, some some really critical feedback um, about, you know, what, what they think we can improve on. Mm. Yeah, I, I've always thought every time we heard about like testing, like the community need to get in and test 
Um, I always thought like I don't know how to test anything, so I, 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 this doesn't like concern me at all. So, but what you're essentially saying is that anybody can can actually get in on this and be able to earn um, shimmer tokens from participating in this. Like all you need to know, like all you need to have is like an internet connection and being able to to read English, more or less. One hundred percent. And just to kind of give like a high level overview on the the incentivized testnet campaign. So, Traces of Shimmer is a IOTA Foundation campaign. They've set aside 1.8 million Shimmer tokens, which is quite substantial, especially if we imagine that the token price may go up. Of that 1.8 million Shimmer tokens that they're giving away as part of this um, incentivized testnet, 1.3 million is being given to the, the DAP owners that have the most activity on the chain. And of that 1.3 million tokens, majority of the DAP owners are giving 100% of whatever they receive to the users. And we're doing the same with our applications. So if you use any of our applications, like the more you use them, the more of that 1.3 million um, to token supply will be able to allocate to our users. Um, but on top of that, a lot of the applications are also giving additional incentives, whether it's NFTs, whether it's um, additional like airdrop tokens of their own, like utility native tokens that run the the, the application uh, when we go to mainnet. So this is a really good opportunity, I think, for everyone to get involved. Um, and the other 500,000 um, Shimmer tokens is being provided via a, a Zili campaign. For, for those aren't, that aren't familiar with Zili, uh, Zili was previously known as Crew3, and it's basically a airdrop tool to try and like magnify communications and the voice of Shimmer. So if you've seen a lot more kind of like social media traction on Shimmer over the last day or couple of weeks, I'm not too sure when it went live there, ZD board, it's li likely down to like incentivizing people to like complete a number of different quests on their ZD board. And you'll see as well, a number of the, um, the DAP owners, including ourselves have our own ZD board. So we're all trying to kind of like magnify the voice of um, Shimmer EVM and the testnet and trying to get everybody involved um, right now because like the more testing we can do, the more bugs we can find, the smoother the experience is going to be when we go to mainnet. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, the Sealy is something I absolutely um, must recommend to everybody listening because if you're not very like into the crypto space, like sending transactions back and forth and you're only like a buy and hold person, Get into that silly because it's super easy and the task isn't very complicated it's simply just like this tweet follow us on twitter follow us on medium like our post on on a coin market cap stuff like that very easy and uh you'll be able to be part of this um of this campaign and i'm, I'm really um recommend everybody to do that um another good thing sorry just have... to note sorry sorry thomas just to note one other thing as well um, because I appreciate it. It is a bit daunting actually going onto a testnet, you know, um, setting up a wallet, um, sending transactions, interacting with smart contracts. That can be quite daunting. Um, on our deeper website, we've got a documents page and about a third of the way down that documents page, there's a number of like very short, simple videos that explain how people can get involved on deeper finance. We'll do similar videos for our other dApps a bit later. And what we're also doing is Early next week, I need to agree a time with um, with Capincho. He's our chief technical officer. But me, me and Capincho are going to do a live stream, and we're going to run through all of our like applications 
and kind of really simplify the process so people can see like how relatively simple it is uh, to get involved in the Web3 world. One thing I would say is we're always looking to try and improve the user experience, particularly when it comes to Web3. And it's going to take some time to make it as simple as using, say, like a centralized exchange or your, you know, your, your, your bank application. But we'll get there eventually. But we'll only get there if we get like the feedback from from the users. So even if you've never used uh, like a MetaMask wallet or interacted with Web3 before, this is the perfect time to do it because we're going to try and guide you through that process. But more importantly, it's on a test net. So you're not risking any of your own money. The, these are all like the, the test net um, tokens on there. They're not real tokens. So you're not putting your own shimmer tokens onto a wallet. Basically, you use something called a faucet, which you down, basically you're, you're able to retrieve like fake tokens onto your wallet. And then you use those fake tokens on the test net to play about. So you, you don't have to put any of your hard-earned money on the line here. Um, you're getting a really good like education experience as to how the ecosystem is going to work when it goes to mainnet. And you're also getting um, like incentives for doing so. You'll get more incentives, I believe, by going onto the testnet and testing it out than perhaps you would with the Zeely campaign. Mm. I'm, I'm not going to absolutely put, you know, uh, put my hat on that, but I think that's probably going to be the case. You know, there's 1.3 million Shimmer tokens for the testnet usage and there's 500,000 tokens for the ZV campaign so get involved and do both is, is what I would say yeah yeah absolutely agree um, and regarding user friendly friend friendliness I would say just a quick example there how, how quick people can kind of get stuck yesterday um, I was on Sealy and I was going to post my shimmer address in uh, like in the, the, sh the shimmer Sealy um, but they called the, the like the comment section something else, and I was completely stuck. Like, oh, where's this? Like, I have to go in some settings. Do I have to get it into an application? And I had to ask Antonio, like, what what is this? Where where should I post my? And she's like, like, it's in it's in your comment section, mate. You've done it a thousand times. <laughs> but, oh, just because they called it something else, I was completely thrown off. So um, yeah, overthinking, making things more complicated than it is, isn't a good thing in this space because everything is so complicated. You kind of tend to overcomplicate it yourself if you're not like 100% sure what's going on. Yeah, and I see this kind of like firsthand when we're developing these campaigns. You know, they, they can be time consuming to create and there's only so much testing that we can do before we kind of like launch it to the to the public and the users. That there's always going to be a few like quirks maybe there's a link that doesn't work or maybe there's a quest that's not being completed properly the cool thing with zeely though is like once we get that feedback we can go back into the um the the application and we can we can tweak it and and you know um, make adjustments based on people's feedback but yeah if you have any difficulty like like you've done like ask around you know give that feedback and if, if enough people have issues with that thomas then you know i'm sure that the 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 if will make adjustments to their their zd campaign board just like we would do for like our deeper or um accumulator uh zd campaign boards mm. so like let's say i have to like i want to go to deeper finance now and i try to test it out and if i find something then what i do with that do i like dm some of you on on discord or is there like a a report in your in your web page that I can fill out something like that. Yeah, so if you come into our deeper 
um, Discord server, we've got a uh, Deeper Finance Testers channel. You can go into there and provide your feedback. Now, if you provide really good feedback, we'll then likely DM you and um, provide you with uh, an additional incentive over and above what we, we we've already um, provided within our with, within our campaigns. Hmm. So we're we're really interested in, in trying to get good solid feedback that's going to improve the user experience. Or if they find a bug, um, then yeah, absolutely, we'll we'll look to fix that as well. Great, great. Um, I'm having a six-hour drive in front of me in a couple of hours, so then I probably would sit down and play with this. Um, the treasuries of Shimmer. How is your your plan to sort of get around that with your with your projects as well as incentivize others to to sort of, sort of get into that? Yeah, sure. So the, the Treasures of Shimmer campaign is a IOTA foundation campaign. And so they're going to give 1.3 million Shimmer tokens to the like the, the best performing, highest transaction DAP owners in the ecosystem. So we're hoping to recover a share of those 1.3 million Shimmer tokens. And anything that we receive as a team, we're going to share that with all of our users. Um, and we have a blog post on like how we are looking to um, incentivize our users. Um, it's primarily going to be based on like the users that have the most activity. Um, or for example, uh, Genie's Bounty is a um, it's a Web three like game, and basically you can win profits from playing these games. And the the users that have the most profits at the end of the campaign are going to be, you know, receiving the most rewards. So that there's some fun, like, ways that we can incentivize the users. Uh, but we're also incentivizing users with uh, physical merchandise packs, NFTs that have utility and are really fun. Um, so, for example, Deeper.Finance, we've got these generative NFTs that we've, um, we've developed. And we can develop, we can launch, like, thousands of these nfts and every one of them is unique because they've got different colors and different traits and some of the nfts are more rare than others <clears throat> but each nft as well comes with its own utility in that it each nft will come with uh, a small like airdrop of deeper tokens um which we anticipate to have value once once the mainnet launches i know this is kind of like a lot of detail but what i'd recommend like listeners to do is like check out our Twitter pages and, and mediums because we're providing kind of like the detail on how the incentives are going to work in, in greater detail there. Um, it's a little bit more tricky in this format to kind of go into the weeds mm. as such and, and provide a lot of detail. Yeah. Um, we have also spoken a little bit about all your the different projects going around like uh, Nakama, Deeper, Accumulator and Genius. Um, would you be able to give like a short explanation of each and every one? What what are they? You you did mention Nakama Labs that you're a venture fund, um, deeper accumulator and genius bounty. What are those for those that isn't really familiar with that? Yeah, sure. So like at the top of the structure, we've got Nakama Labs, which is our building arm, and then underneath Nakama Labs, we've got like twenty full time developers, so we can build out a lot of uh, projects, and and help to support the ecosystem. So the, the developers right now have built uh, Deeper.Finance, which is a compound fork, and it's a lending and borrowing market tool. So in short, what you're able to do is you're able to take your assets, take, say, like your IOTA, like wrapped IOTA or um, Shimmer tokens or Bitcoin or Ethereum. 
you can place that into a lending market on deeper dot finance and you can earn a yield um, as well as incentives in deeper tokens for providing liquidity. What is interesting about deeper dot finance is that you can then use the collateral that you placed into the application to then borrow against because it allows for over collateralized lending. So as long as your your lending collateral position is of higher value than your debt position, um, you can take out a loan. So for example, if you lent $100 worth of shimmer tokens, you could borrow maybe $60 worth of um, USDT. And then you could use that $60 of USDT to, you know, couple of use cases could be, you know, you might have to pay an invoice. So you could use that USDT to pay your expenses, but then you're not having to sell your um, your shimmer tokens. You can use that as collateral to take out a debt position. Um, there's a few other use cases as well. I, I won't go into too much detail because we, we won't get through everything today, but we are, like I said, we are doing a live stream with all of our dApps um, early next week. So that'd be a great opportunity for people to come in and ask, ask more detailed questions. Mm. Um, the next application we're launching is called Accumulator. Um, we're hoping that's going to launch today. And Accumulator is going to allow users that are on Shimacy, um, which is one of the, the DEXs on Shimmer EVM, to compound their liquidity pool farms. Um, it sounds really complicated, but it's, it's relatively straightforward. And what it does is that it auto compounds any rewards that you receive from your um, your liquidity farms on Shimacy. So for example, if you placed $1,000 in Shimacy's uh, liquidity pool farms, and that $1,000 is paying out, let's say 60% um, interest a year, if you were to compound those rewards, and if you were to auto compound those rewards via our application, so you basically don't have to keep on going in and like compounding your rewards, you'd earn a much higher yield and interest over the year i think the last time i did the calculation it turns like 60 percent into something like closer to 80 percent um interest just by like auto compounding because you get that like snowballing effect of interest if you mm. if you um, take your rewards and place it back into the principal and you're compounding that constantly you'll earn a greater reward over the year and and that's what this auto compounding tool does so it's a relatively simple tool it's a it's a fork of beefy um that's been well audited and and we'll be we'll be launching that sh shortly um which would be a really good infrastructure tool particularly for uh dexes that work on like the uniswap v2 model um and then the last application which again we're hoping to launch today um it is live for those that can kind of you know are are more wise and and, and can find it um is genie's bounty now, Genie's Bounty is a proof of concept. And, and to be kind of more clear, and we need to probably do better with our communications, Genie, Genie's Bounty is a proof of concept. We, we're we not in a position ourselves as Nakama to launch this on mainnet because we, we don't want to take on um, some of the sort of legal and regulatory uh, challenges uh, to, to launching this application. But we are interested in working with any partners or builders that are interested in building out randomized Web3 web games. Um, but we've we've managed to build out this proof of concept that um, provides like fun games for people to play on the test net, but it also provides for the first time randomness on chain fearlessly, and that's one of the unique selling points of Shimmer EVM. So with Shimmer EVM, 
it allows for like a like a random number that we can use to create randomness um, within each um, block on the blockchain of Shimmer EVM. So to my knowledge, this is the first time that anyone has been able to do this uh, fearlessly because historically um, developers have had to implement third party um, solutions to provide randomness on chain, um, such as Chainlink's VRF solution, um, which is costly. It adds additional like inefficiencies uh, to playing the game. And um, you know, you're then relying on the security of Chainlink for providing that information rather than all coming on chain on Shimmer. Um, so we 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 think we've actually built the first version of this, um, and we'll be launching that very soon. Um, so that's really exciting. And if it, there's any kind of like developers or teams out there that kind of want to, you know, develop similar solutions, you know, reach out to us. We'd be happy to work with you uh, to uh, to launch this on on Shimmer EVM mainnet. So they're the three things that we're launching, or kind of already launched. Um, and we're also working on like other kind of like projects and, and ideas, but um, without speaking to my team, I'm, I'm not sure how much mm. I can kind of share there. Mm. No, uh, it's, it, sounds, it sounds great. Uh, a lot of very good um, products that will probably benefit a lot of the community, I would imagine. And um, like you have also built up this trust among yourself and your team in the community. So I think that all of these will be a, a, a great addition to, to what we already have. Um, you're as a developer saying a lot of good things about IOTA that I don't understand how it works but when you say it like that it makes me a little bit excited about how that works like you say that randomness is, is unique for Shimmer um, what would you say is like the big selling point for Shimmer and like why are you so excited to build on Shimmer EVM yeah I guess it's a few things there's, there's that randomness which I think allows the ecosystem to build like a niche in like uh, GameFi that rely on like random events or casino games that, that need like randomness built in. So that that's a niche that could grow with, within Shimmer EVM. Um, but I think I'm probably more excited from the fact that Shimmer Layer 1, which Shimmer EVM is built upon, allows for fearless transactions and fearless minting of tokens and NFTs which you know can be bridged to any chain, including Shimmer EVM, fearlessly. That's a, I think that's a massive um, USP. And we may see things like over collateralized stable coins. Like I don't, you, you may not be familiar with MakerDAO and and Dai, but something like that could be built on top of Shimmer EVM. But that the the token itself is kind of like minted or bridged across to Shimmer Layer One. So then for the first time, you you would have like a US dollar stable coin. Um, which can be fearlessly transferred across a network, um, you know, transparently, securely, um, but fearless. You know, every other ch chain has a fee for transferring these tokens. Um, so then for the first time, you can transfer US dollar value. Um, and I'm not talking about just IOTA or Shimmer here, but like, you know, $1 for $1 um, on Shimmer Layer 1, which um, excites me. And I think, you know, that has the the possibility to kind of disrupt the banking system, which hasn't really innovated since the 1970s with the advent of things like Swift and, and BACS and, you know, Fedwire. The, these things are really inefficient and costly kind of like US dollar payment rails. Um, I'd be super excited. I mean, I'm probably getting ahead of myself here, Thomas, but imagine like the, the US dollar payment rail being on top of Shimmer Layer 1 in the future. I mean, 
dreamlands i i know but it, it's it's um it's something that kind of excites me so that's another kind of unique selling point for shimmer um there's others as well so um i i don't want to go into too much detail because it, it can get quite complicated but something called um maximum extractable value um is more difficult on shimmer evm which i think is a good thing because it, it ensures that um kind of like user attacks called sandwich attacks or front or back running attacks which occur on decentralized exchanges where bots can basically manipulate the um the ordering of the transactions as they go through the blockchain is not possible on shimmer evm because the the order consensus <clears throat> on shimmer evm is randomized so basically what that means is that when i place a transaction <clears throat> into shimmer evm that transaction is picked up and it, it enters the queue or ent enters the order of the blockchain in a random order. Um, so it's more fair. So it's not based on who pays the most money um, to you know, get their transaction in number one. You know, it's, it's based on the random order consensus, um, which I think is a fair approach and it avoids things like sandwich attacks and front and back running attacks, which is like a hidden cost that most users don't see. Um, and I'm not going into too much detail, but it it costs the Web3 kind of like uh, DEX um, uh, traders like hundreds of millions of dollars a year, I anticipate. I'm sure there's some research out there that may point to like a higher um, figure there, but that's just not possible on Shimmer EVM. Um, and then lastly, I touched on it earlier, but being capable of launching new chains in the future will make Shimmer EVM, uh, not Shimmer EVM, but Shimmer Layer 1 kind of like future-proof. So imagine in the future, there's a new like smart contract language, which is far more efficient, easier to develop on, easier to develop on and also more secure. Maybe it includes like privacy features. Um, that could, you know, be adopted um, as a chain onto Shimmer Layer 1. So Shimmer Layer 1 has the capability of, you know, creating new smart contract chains in the future. So the IOSA Foundation started with with the EVM chain, which makes sense because um, it's it's got first mover advantage. Most developers understand how to code on it. You know, you can you can build on top of existing code that's already out there. But in the future, like it really excites me of the, of the possibility that potentially you could um, you know deploy like a move chain, or you could deploy a you know a zk sync chain that's you know potentially in the future more um technologically advanced and more efficient than than developing on shimmer evm but then you can you can move assets from shimmer layer one um without having to use an external bridge there, there's so much to talk about here unfortunately thomas and mm. I, I don't know how like um like high level or, or technical we, we should probably go into here but yeah hopefully you can kind of get a grasp as to like i'm really excited uh to be building on like on, on top of shimmer um, EVM, but that's just for me. That's just like the starting point. I think there's there's a lot more that we can explore here with the with the foundation. Um, but at, at the end of the day, we need adoption. So without adoption, all of this technology is is useless. And it's great that we still got like a large community that we can kind of touch on. But we need that community to kind of be activated and and get involved in the test net and and get involved in the Web three ecosystem once once it starts. Otherwise. You know, there can be all there can be the greatest technology in the world, but um, if if we don't have the adoption, if we don't have the voice to kind of bring people from other ecosystems, it will all be kind of you know, it will go to waste. So, 
I guess that's maybe a call to action with the communities to A, um, get involved in the testnet and, and B, try to magnify the voice. You know, you've got also incentives now to magnify your voice through like lots of different ZD campaigns with like DAP owners as well as the Shimmer, um, um, the, the, the Shimmer testnet campaign. Mm. I, um, I've noticed that these last couple of days that like when people are like the market's down, right? It's people are a little bit bored. People are not that following that much, but now they're incented to to actually engage like tweets retweets comments do all that so we can see all the different projects that are doing this in the in the community now has like three four times the engagement that i usually have which is extremely good and it should be like this anyway if you if you get money for it or not because essentially you're helping yourself spread this message as much as you can um if you see like if you see the poet makes a great video or cutcraft makes a great video or we make a podcast spread it make it go across so that people are able to, to figure out, oh, look what's happening here. Because if everybody's sitting silently inside a Discord bubble discussing why nobody knows about us, then it doesn't help. It won't ever change. So we have to get on that. We have to get that information spread all across, despite it being a little bit boring to sort of like write like stuff on Reddit or post the tweets here and there. At least you can go and retweet or like the, the, the ones that are already done that for you. Um, but the incentive to do it is very good, um, and also all the community members should, if you if you're able and you have the time, get into the to the testing campaign. Um, find the, the application that you want to use. You should hopefully use as many as you can. Get learn to use them because that will be a, a hell of a good advantage for you once everything is actually running. You already know how it works, where you can find that information, how how you can do this and do that. Um, and it also helps uh, a lot for the the people creating this. Um, but what would you say is a good way to sort of attract new people from the outside? Because we know we have already tweeted. We have we used to put things on Reddit. Of course, we haven't had a lot of that. We have a lot more right now. Um, any ideas what can be done there? I think yeah, th this is quite a difficult like question to answer so I'll, I'll give you kind of my thoughts and opinions mm. i think now that we've got like a a really good like testnet environment um you know we should be trying to convince as many users from other uh web3 ecosystems to come in and, and, and try out this technology um and to explain the unique selling points of shimmer evm um because i'm, I'm sure i'm missing a few um so if if anyone has other like ideas as to how shimmer EVM or Shimmer Layer One has other unique selling points. Please, like, DM me on Twitter because I'm I'm keen to kind of magnify that out across different audiences. But I think one of the th this isn't like a like a major criticism of like the IOTA community because I see I've seen this across other communities as well. Because as I've mentioned on like previous podcasts, you know, I would consider myself like a multi chain maxi. So I've I've been and I've explored other ecosystems, and that's where I built up my knowledge. Um, whilst you know IOTA was building. Um, and, and eventually is launching Shimmer EVM now. But quite often, like communities become a, a little bit like tribal and, and stuck within their own space. And they like to hear like voices that they they just agree with. So mm. it's it's important to get out there and we kind of like, we communicate with other communities, but we do so in like a really like, like fair and transparent manner as well. So I would encourage people to start like, you know, getting into arguments as to, you know, which chain is faster or more secure. I'd focus on like what Shimmer EVM does well, like what's its unique selling points? What does it do differently? What can you do on Shimmer EVM 
that you can't do in other chains and, and try and convince people to come in and, and test out those like unique selling points. That would be the angle that I play uh, would play. One of the advantages that we'll now have as well is there's a number of different dApps launching on top of Shimmer EVM. So it's not just like the IOTA community or the IOTA foundation is looking to kind of put that voice out. There's the DAP owners like ourselves that have got our own incentives to be, you know, pushing the merits of Shimmer EVM because we want to try and grow the ecosystem. Um, like an analogy that I keep coming back to is like, we don't just want to grow our DAPs because we'll be limited to, as to how big we can grow within like a, an ecosystem if it, the ecosystem doesn't grow with us. So the way that I like, like to describe this is we want to try and grow the ecosystem. So we want like the tide to grow with uh, to the, the tide to rise within the ecosystem. And as the tide rises, all ships being like all dApps should rise with the tide. And so we're really keen to work with other developers to ensure like their success. Um, I won't name names, but like we've been working with a few developers recently to provide them with uh, like solutions to problems that they've had. And yeah, and we've accepted help from other developers as well. Um, and so there's a really good like community of like developers here. And so we need to kind of support that. And and the more developers we get on board, the more they'll be talking about Shimmer. Um, so yeah, I think now that we have the testnet and soon like it will have a bigger impact as well once mainnet goes live there's more incentives for developers and users to, to start talking about like the merits of shimmer evm but also the dApps that they're using um i guess like the um comparison to like web 2 would be something like um like an operating system i guess um like if you're like a, an apple fan and you're using like I don't know, maybe there's an application that's just specifically for Apple that works really well. Like the applicational developers would be, you know, singing amounts of their own application, but also explaining, you know, why, you know, the Apple OS system is is the best. Maybe that's a bad comparison, but um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully I put my point across there. Mm. Yeah. Uh, another thing that I saw a couple of days ago is that the, um, the ecosystem fund yeah, also supports this. So if you if you have a good idea in order to 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 spread the word for for the Shimmer and IOTA ecosystem, um, you are able to apply for for funding there and and execute that plan. If you have a good plan, you just have to forward that plan to to the team and um, they will review it if they like it. Um, then yeah, they, it's a go. And um, so if you're sitting there and you have a good idea, um, speak it up. Um, if it's uh, if it's a, if it's a good one, agreed, and then execute it we, we need all the uh all the all the manpower that we can get yeah so um what's next for you gabby what's next i guess what's next for the karma um so yeah we're, we're gonna we're gonna play out the the testnet campaign um like i said we're, we're due to launch genie's bounty and accumulator very soon so be sure to check out those applications and how they they could potentially be um useful on the mainnet um and again, if there's any kind of developers or teams out there that would potentially want to partner or or kind of talk to us on, on how they could deploy something similar to Genie's Bounty on Mainnet, uh, give us a shout on Twitter or Discord. Um, outside of those applications, like I said, we've got a relatively large team. So we're able to maintain the, the existing applications, uh, but we'll also want to build on top of them. So once we go to Mainnet and everything is like the dust settles, We'll then be building additional features um, on top of those those applications that we've we've got to date because 
we have basically we're, we're look we're looking to launch them in like the safest manner possible so we haven't built a lot of bells and whistles on top of those applications to date because we want to we want to launch and have like a really safe environment and then we'll build on that foundational layer um so this is probably like to give you an example with deeper finance which is a, a lending and borrowing platform and this is a very long way off so like don't expect these features to to come anytime soon and to be honest a lot of the like features that i mentioned now are still in kind of like the proof of concept stage so they, they may not you know uh come through to uh fruition um but we're, we're kind of ideating around a few ideas right now one of them is um tokenization of real world assets and we're, we're talking to like e policy member um uh, policy makers to, to find out how that could work from like a regulatory framework perspective but imagine if you had like um tokenized publicly traded stocks um that would have a like a massive use case because you're then able to trade those stocks 24 7 but also you'll you'd then be able to use those tokenized um publicly traded stocks to perhaps use as collateral within a uh, DeFi application like deeper finance other things that we're, we're exploring as well and and again these are really just in the um sort of idea phases like we, we don't have like a proof of concept built out and this isn't going to be happening anytime soon but i love the, the direction that um DeFi is going in in regards to lending and borrowing so there's already starting to um there's already like credit check oracle services coming on chain meaning that you can um you can check like the credit scores of an individual and um do that on chain so if you if you apply that with like um a digital identity solution where you would attach a digital identity to a wallet so for example like my main wallet could be like attached to myself and my digital identity you can then attach a credit score to my my wallet then you're able to start potentially looking at under collateralized lending like um you know taking out a credit card on chain um and so I think over time some of these services will start to open up additional like additional like what has traditionally been like traditional financial services and they'll start to become like available on uh DeFi and on chain uh, but they'll be able to do so in a more efficient manner and so i'm expecting that to become a larger thing in the future but i think it's it's a few years off yet so we're kind of like looking and monitoring and and seeing how we might be able to implement such uh, such features in the future Outside of our existing applications, like I said, that we're, we're looking to build on top of, we're also looking at other opportunities um, that we could, you know, deploy applications that would add value within the ecosystem. Um, so there's a number of different ideas and we we haven't really committed too much yet, but, you know, I think there's there's like a great opportunity in the future with things like GameFi, so like a GameFi platform that could bring more um, like traditional gamers into uh, the Web3 space. Uh, but do so in like a really user-friendly and um, innovative, innovative fashion. Um, that 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 interests me. Like I'm a I'm a I'm a gamer by heart as well. I mean I'm I'm nearly forty now, Thomas, but I still enjoy playing Counter Strike. Mm. Um, and so yeah, there's there's a lot to explore in this space, and it's such a fast-moving space. Like, um, you know, our direction could you know change very quickly. Um, but yeah, it's it's a really interesting space to be in as well, Thomas. So like I left my job in private equity a year ago now, and, and I can't believe it's uh, it's only been a year because it, it feels like five. It really <laughs> does. It's, this space moves so fast. 
it's incredible. Yeah, um, it sure is a lot of things to to keep your eyes on, at, at least for, for for these days when it's everything is popping up left and right every day. Um, I'm I've noticed myself. I'm I'm keeping trying to keep track of what's happening, but I I just have to give up. I just have to do it in my own pace there. But um, but yeah, as you said, there's quite a lot of happening. Um, I think the community is starting to feel that. I think the developers starting to feel that. And I think that we have a lot of exciting things coming ahead. Um, so to everybody listening, um, make sure to go check out what Cap is doing with Deeper Finance, Nakama Labs, Accumulator, and Genius Bounty. Uh, make sure to to participate uh, as much as you can, uh, both in the testing as well as the seeding campaign. Uh, you will be able to get uh, a fair amount of shimmer if you're a little bit active there, I, w- I would imagine. Um, and yeah, and let's try to, to do the best we can to, to keep that sentiment going and to keep spreading uh, the um, the people's message here in order to to make a voice for yourself. I think that's important these days when um, I think it's important to keep the, the eye on the targets here. So, um, but Gabby, thank you so much for taking the time, mate. And um, best of luck with the releases you have coming up. And uh, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you. Uh, just very quickly, just want to give a shout out. Um, if the community are interested in getting involved in the Treasures of Shimmer campaign, head over to shimmer.network forward slash treasures of shimmer, or just search for it in Google perhaps. And uh, d- yeah, just to give a shout out, basically they're ranking like the applications that have the most amount of activity right now. So be sure to check out ShimmerC, 8DAO, ZeroSwap, Deeper Finance, IOTA Heroes, TangleSwap, Genie's Bounty, IOTA B, IOTA MPC Bridge, Minted Vodka, um, chakra labs and like go go give these these guys like a test and a try go go see how they work um oh and also lendix as well so i didn't see that at the bottom of my uh my screen go check out all of these guys see how they're working see what you you like using and what you might look to use on the main net as i said this is a great opportunity to test these out in an environment where you don't have to put your own money down um you know th- these all test net tokens and you know you could uh, generate a share of some of the 1.3 million shimmer tokens as well as additional rewards that most of the teams are providing so yeah if anyone has any further questions be sure to jump into our discord channel and we can kind of guide you through the process and as i mentioned earlier we're doing a live stream early next week where we'll run through our own applications being deeper genie's bounty and accumulator and how you can get involved in the testnet campaign and how you can use our applications but yeah thanks again thomas for inviting me onto the show and absolutely be sure to give Thomas a, a like and a follow. Um, he's one of the like the OGs in the IOTA community. Love those guys a bit. And uh, yeah, really appreciate the opportunity again. Thank you so much, mate. Give behind a good lift, Leon. Cheers. Adios. Bye.